Welcome back, guys. This is the Cornwall Property Podcast. This is episode 80. My name is James. I'm Dan. This is the wonderful podcast where we get to ask questions from our listeners and viewers to Dan and James. So without further ado, we have our first question. And stick around with us as well, because we've got our next wow of the week at the end of these questions. So once we've answered these two questions, oh, yes. it's currently 2-2. Two, two. Spinks here, our producer, is going to be dropping another bombshell on us with a beautiful property here in Cornwall that we have got to guess the valuation of. See who can get the closest. And apparently quite a difficult one, apparently. Mm. So we shall see. So our first question of the week, we have Joanne in Perrinporth who asks the following. I'm currently in a day job and would like to get out and begin investing in property to help replace my income. Well done. Good plan. I don't have a lot of capital, but from my research, there are a number of entry level options or strategies to get started in property. Can you share what options or strategies you know of that I could possibly look to help to help me get started, please. Excellent question. Yeah, definitely, Joanne. And uh, I can vouch this. James and I are exactly the same boat as you, Joanne. We were both in um, in the day jobs. We were both sick and tired of the day job. We were yeah. very well and motivated to get ourselves out, similar to yourself by the sounds of it. And we wanted to to, to carve our path, really. Absolutely. So I think ultimately, to, first of all, Joanne, in order to get an idea of where or what way to go, I think clearly you need to find out how much you need to get out of the day job. So the first thing I did was worked out as a family, you know, as, a, as our household, what was I bringing in currently? But what's the bare minimum I need to bring in to get me out of that day job? Because the sooner I can get out of that day job, the quicker and the, the, uh, the faster I can get further forward. So work out where your outgoings are, find out exactly where you are in terms of monetary value you need to be bringing in to keep your, your life to a level you need it to be. That will then help steer you into the decision, the route you've got to go. For me, I needed quite a, 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 a substantial figure. Um, for me, it was around like £5,000 a month I wanted to be bringing in for family. Well, I knew that in order for me to get a number of buy-to-lets, which on average, you're probably cash flowing a profit of 300, 400 quid, if you're very lucky these days on a standard buy-to-let, I'd need quite a few buy-to-lets, quite a few deposits. It isn't going to happen. And as you quite rightly said, you're in a very similar situation to myself, Joanne, in that I didn't have a lot of capital when I started. Um, so the low entry level property um, strategies that I found and researched myself, I'm sure there are many others, but these are the two that I kind of looked into are sourcing. So property sourcing is where you will find deals and you sell deals to potential investors that haven't got the time to go searching. So for example, I would do all the networking with the with the agents. I would go and maybe do uh, direct-to-vendor letters um, and I'd be trying to drum up interest and find myself some deals, but I know I can't move on these deals. If I get good enough deals, I could sell them to people that can move on them. So for example, if James is an investor, he's got some cash in the pot, but James hasn't got time to go searching or do the, the, the networking and the hustling side of it. I would go, James, look, I've got a cracking deal here. These are the figures. This is where we're at. If you want this deal, I can sell you this deal for a 1% of the end value. So it might be a couple of grand, three grand, whatever. Um, James would then look at it. And if he wants to proceed, he would then pay for the finder's fee, we call it. Um, and then that's me, how I can slowly start building that pot. But what I'm also doing at that time is educating myself, building the network, and getting those uh, contacts early doors. So that's one way. What I found, because I did try that myself, as it was very labor intensive. It was very time um, conscious and consuming. I didn't have time. I was traveling around the country with my day job at the time. So I didn't have a lot of time to go network with agents and get these cracking deals. So I was doing direct vendor marketing. So I had to go down the other route, which was called rent to rent. So rent to rent is um, some people that don't really understand it. See it as subletting, but it's actually um, the council been doing it for years. It is a commercial lease that you kind of get drawn up for a property. So for example, if James is a landlord, James may be struggling to let his property or he may just be getting really frustrated with the tenants or his agents aren't pulling their weight. If he's motivated, I say, look, James, what I could do is I will take over your property for you. 
for the next three, five years, I'll give you a guaranteed rent of X amount a month. So you haven't got all the stresses. Whatever happens, you will be guaranteed to get this money each and every month without any stress or hassle. What I'll do is I'll take over the the, the management of the property. I'll take over the low-level maintenance um, in terms of I'll cap it to like hundred pounds. So anything like little maintenance issues, like lock issues or things like that, I'll take care of that each up to hundred pound a month. And uh, that saves you need to worry. So James would be like, okay, well, this sounds good. All right, brilliant. Well, what happens then? So I would then simply take over the property. I would be the managing agent of that property, but essentially we'll have a contract drawn up where it is in that contract. We've got a proper management agreement and I will be the person in sole control of that property. I pay James his rent, but what I will do is I'm trying to increase the value. So for I've got a couple of these properties that I've in the past, I increase the value of them. So in terms of refurbishment, I'll do a refurb on the property, which means I could then charge higher rents. I would then let the property out to professional tenants, for example, they would pay me X amount. I then pay all the bills. I pay then James, the landlord, what I promised him each month and anything left over each and every month is then my profit. So you need to work out how many of these you would need to get to that magic figure I mentioned to you at the start. So I obviously knew I needed £5,000 a month. Well, how many of these properties did I need to get on a rent to rent basis to get me to that figure? I will be able to get there far quicker and easier doing this strategy because I haven't mm. got to put as much capital in to get yeah. there. Obviously, the only thing to bear in mind is it's only like you sign up for three, four, five years. So it is like a ticking time bomb as I see it. If you renew, brilliant, but the landlords could take the property back and then you're back to square one. So it is a, a stepping stone to get you out of the day job and then you want to be trying to get your, your own assets as soon as possible, really. But hopefully that helps. I appreciate I've gone into a lot of detail there. I'm sure you've got loads of questions off the back of it, but please do get in touch again, Joanne, but hopefully that gives you a few bullet points in uh, what sort of things you could look into and look up. But unless there's anything else you want to chuck in there, James? No, I think you've covered them all, but I think rent to rent is just such a good low entry to go in because you don't need that capital. But, you know, you may have people in your family or friends that would actually lend you money, but if you did that strategy, it just shows them what you're doing and you get the, they would get that confidence to lend you some money. So once you've got maybe two or three rent to rents are going really well, you've proven yourself, track record, then you're in a good, strong yeah. position. The to first is always Can I borrow some money, please? Yeah. And, and don't be fooled. Like people say, oh yeah, it's no money down. It's no money. You are going to have to put your own money in. One, you're going to have to get your, your contracts drawn up. Well, that's going to be a legal cost. And also when you're refurbishing and upgrading these properties and potentially furnishing them to a standard that's going to allow you to increase the rents um, to make a bit of money, then that's again capital you're going to put in there, but you're not going to have to be putting sixty, seventy thousand pounds like you would on a house deposit. You'd only be putting in maybe three, four thousand pounds, depending on the size and the, the quality of it already. But hopefully that helps, Joanne. I'm conscious of time, so I don't want to go into too much more. But um, <clears throat> feel free to throw any further questions at us, anyone, if you do have them. Absolutely. I will lead on then for your question, James, which is going to be from Sean in Bude. And John was asking, "I'm looking to buy a house at the end of twenty, uh, sorry, 2023, and I have unfortunately had to use my credit card a fair bit with a few things that have gone wrong so far yeah. in this year." Oh, that's a Okay. Um, such as like car engine replacement. So yeah, vehicle issues. Um, when applying for a mortgage, will it really affect my application if I have one, uh, sorry, more than one credit card? Good question. Good question. And thank you for that, Sean. Sorry to hear about the car. I think mm. Dan and I can feel the pain with that. We're both of us yes. having some issues at the moment, never ending. But uh, straight to the heart of your question, it will affect um, your ability to get a mortgage. Uh, if you do have credit on your credit card because they will look at how much does Sean earn and they will also look at your bank statements to see what your outgoings are. Now, if you've got a credit card that has a £5,000 limit on it and you're using 500 
pounds to a thousand pounds on it, where it's only roughly 20% of the usage. They're not too bothered about it. But if you do have credit cards, uh, more than one, and they are all in the uh, sort of 80%, you're really stretching them, then they can see that obviously you are, you know, you're struggling a bit. Um, you know, and w- what is their game? They're lending. What do they want to know? They're going to get their money back and you can service the mortgages. So a good thing to do, and we I've mentioned it in a previous, um, very recent uh, podcast episode with regards to... Um, downloading your credit file have a look see what is what what one is looking good what one is looking bad because sometimes people just have credit cards and they don't even get statements they don't actually even know how much is on them that's happened to me in my early days of property but i think know exactly what credit card you've got um and how much is on it and maybe try and bring all the balance down to one credit card or do like a balance transfer but basically if you've got lots of credit cards and they're in the limit lenders aren't going to like you so try and get that sorted out before you apply for that mortgage Definitely. No, that's the best I would say. Well, excellent stuff. Good luck with that, Sean. Any other questions, do get in touch again. But uh, finally, it's what you are also going to be waiting for, the Wow of the Week time. Currently 2-2. Speaks, what have you got for us, mate? It's Wow of the Week time. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's a good one. This is... This is like my ideal property, this. So if any, any listeners or viewers are feeling generous, please get in touch via the usual, um, <laughs> the usual methods. Usual methods. I'm going to give you a little bit of extra info on this because this is a tricky one. So mm. before you open it, just to let you know, obviously it's in Helston um, in an area called Trevano. I don't know if I've pronounced that correct. Trevano? Ring any bells? No, <coughs> I'm going to smile and nod at you. I'm not too sure. I'm not familiar with that. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no I live in Houston. I've not heard of it, but let's just go with it. Okay, so it's a six bedroom, three bed, uh, six bedroom, three bathroom property. Ooh, it does have four point six acres with it. Ooh, wow. Okay. And it was also on Grand Designs in 2016. Oh, so 4.6 acres. It's an interesting property. So I am going to put sixty seconds on the clock. Okay. And you may open the link. Opening now. now. Wow, the weekend, Helston. So we've got six bed, three bath. Oh, she, oh right up your street, this one, James. It's a nice old stone building. Looks quite barney. That okay. looks like an annex. Oh, wow, look at Check that. Check out that extension. Oh, wow. So where the heck is that? Where is that? That's a beautiful modern extension, which has kind of like just come out of nowhere, which is beautiful. Yeah. What's the finish on that? Is that timber? Is that timber clad or... That looks absolutely. If you're not looking at this property, wow. you guys have got to log in and have a little look because it's stunning. They've got some stonework inside, real mixed bag, actually. Yeah. I love the fact James is on his feet, like yeah, literally nose against the laptop. So we've got like some real quirky timber cladding on the inside. The There's a Tom Raphael light in there. For oh, sure. here he goes. Here Come he goes. That's your mate, isn't it, Tom? Um, but I thought this is beautiful. It's like a spa seat setting. Isn't I also love the fact you get so into it, James, you completely forget about your microphone as well. <laughs> I am here. I am here. And he's trying to look at my numbers. That's what he's trying to do. Six bed. Look at 50 that. seconds. You've got 10 six seconds bed. left. It's just like a spa, like a spa complex. Six bed. For the listeners where you can't see, there's, it looks like there's a, a couple of annexes here that's as well. That's 60 seconds up, chaps. I'm going to need a wow. number on your card. That is tricky. 4.6 acres. It's a hard one as well. And I'm not entirely sure what those uh, those those kind of outbuildings are on that last photo there. Yeah, that's unfinished as well. You still got the tape on the yeah, doors and the I windows. I couldn't quite see much in the description on the um, on the listing for it, but what a property, eh? What a property. What a little complex. Yeah, that is special. And the land. That's yeah, 4.6. 4. 6. In Helston, though. What's Helston? Um, Looks very secluded. I'm not entirely I sure. I do. Exactly I really like how private this is. is. Yeah. Big time. It's, it's in the, it's, it's basically ground like a bunker as well, isn't it? Yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Right, come on, let's get our numbers on. Mm, God, this is tricky, <laughs> as you said. Honestly, it's a hard one, isn't it? I would not know where to start on this. I generally wouldn't. I, this, this, oh, crikey. 
It's a big one as well. It's 2-2. Two, two. Okay. We're writing on our boards. What a favourite. No. Oh, God, I'm going backwards. <laughs> no. Right. I'm going to go less. Are you ready? Live to regret this. Both got a both got a figure. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Go on, then, James. See, so we got that in three, two, one. I've got two point one. Two point one. One point five. Oh, I don't like these because they're too close. No, I've... I can let you know if you want to click on that link. Right. Okay. Showing down. Has it sold? It hasn't. No. No. Okay. Open Gosh. the link. It is on with. Lily crap, of course it is. Oh, oh he's James! Same bolts gone past him. One point six five mil. Travano near Helston, Cornwall. On with Lily crap and Chilcott. Six bedroom. He knows the area. Can I just say my first? You can see the seven. Are you going in there. for a seven? I was you? going for a seven. I just thought oh, four point six acre. The, the acreage is what. I did tell it you for what. Me. I, to be honest with you, that's a, I think that's a bit of a steal, isn't it? Yeah, well, it looks, four point six acres. Beautiful. Let's look at the floor plan. Just I love the floor plan. Absolutely epic. Is there? Can I see the map? Uh, of the location. Let me Please, just have a little. Yeah, just, just, let me just get my little floor plan fixed for the day. Yeah, um, I couldn't quite work out. Mezzanine level. It, it is beautiful. Real quirky as well. It's on the outskirts it? of Helston. Well, now you tell us, eh? Oh, that's, that's changed everything. <laughs> I knocked the mill um, off. Right. Okay. So I zoom out. This is where we're looking. So yeah. So it is north. So just north, north, uh, northwest uh, Helston. Yeah. Travano. It's up there. I don't know the area at all. What's nearby? And not far from Porth Leatham. Godolphin Cross. Yeah. Lovely area. Very nice. Very nice area. See, I was basing that on Helsing. Helsing's nice, yeah. but you're not paying that, you know, that premium. But that area well, is very good. James, take the lead, mate. Well done. Well, well done. Well deserved. That was a that's a three-two to you. That's it. Excellent stuff. Well, guys, thank you ever so much for listening. If you stuck around and let us know what your valuations for this place were, because uh <laughs> I was well out. But uh yeah, James. Bang on, really, mate. I'm, Thank you. I'm sure you get a cheeky offer in there, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Maybe not today. Get the car fixed first, yeah, and we'll it. see. I hope you enjoyed but, that, uh, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, Joanne and Sean for getting in touch, guys. If you want to get in touch, if you've got any other questions, please do so via our social media channels, or you can get in touch via email. You can, which is podcast at cl-property.com. We are here to help. Brilliant. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. Bye from me.